Greetings, everyone. This is a Sound Health Options Directions for Truth show with Richard Talk to Me Guy and Sherry Edwards. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening. Thank all of you for being here with us. We love all the feedback. You wanted more of us doing vocal profiling live, so that's what we're going to bring you this evening. Only it's going to be about your muscles, and we're going to present the relationship between your muscles and nutrients. So maybe we can uh, reveal some issues that are going on. Things are going well with our vaccine campaign. I think we're getting this 100 monkey effect going on because lots and lots of people who have been um, discouraged, that's a polite word for it, about vaccines, they're coming back and they're letting them out of jail and they're apologizing. One doctor that sent me his stuff, he got $2.5 million from Maryland because of what they had done to him and his family. So more and more information about vaccines. Please keep in touch with Sherry Tenpenny and with Barbara Lowe Fisher. Both of them have very good websites that tell the truth without all of the spin. And as you know, we hate spin and we hate, oh, should I say hate? We hate arrogance on the show. So we try to bring you information so that you can make your own credible decisions about which way you want to think or move or whatever. We are right in the middle of a professional five-day course that is so much fun. It's about your perfect mate, something that we had done, I think, last week. I think we did uh, mating people up with the right um, kind of person they need to be with instead of all that shoulds and oughts and all that. We really appreciate you guys posting this on your own website. We're being we're hearing information about that. We are going to be doing live demonstrations this evening. So if you'd like to be a guinea pig for us, please raise your hand now as we go along and we'll look at what's happening. We are simultaneously broadcasting uh, here in Ohio, and it's 72 degrees. We had five inches. Wow. Wow. Five doesn't that make the snow, snow melt? I mean, what happens? Don't, doesn't things, don't things melt like crazy? They, within a day, went to 55, now 72. Uh, we're expected 44 tomorrow. So wow. it's just crazy in Ohio. Uh, but I love it. You know, it wouldn't move. Uh, it'd take a lot to make me move. I'll just say it that way. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, muscles that are both weak and strong, high and low. You guys have been doing a lot of your own stuff on the portal, soundhealthportal.com, and you're asking questions. How can a muscle be both weak and strong? Well, thumb on one can be weak, and thumb on the other hand can be strong. So... That's how things are happening. And we're going to be doing this live in just a few minutes. We're going to cut our announcements a teeny bit short because we want to see how many people we can get in. So, Richard, do you have announcements? First, I will remind people, particularly this show, uh, this show you really want to see... So Sherry's over there recording the video. I'm over here doing the audio at Blog Talk Radio. For the video, usually Sherry will have it up by the following morning on the site, available so that you can, once we get into this, if you haven't seen this before, to see Sherry doing the analysis, watching the waveform and the charts and things that come up. It's really fun to watch. If you, so to see that, you want to go to the Sound Health Options in the morning, and it'll be up. On this page for the show, now that I've said that, I don't know where it is, but I think it's on this page for the show page. Yes, we'll try yeah. to get it up for this show. So you can okay. watch everything. this location. Right. And if you want to hear, if you just want to hear sooner, then you can go to soundhealthoptions.com, click on the radio tab, and then click on the Blog Talk Radio Archive player, and the last five shows are there. And it takes about 
15 minutes, I'll say, after I press end on my side over here at Blog Talk Radio Land to end the show, and it'll show up in that player. And you can also find it, of course, in any of your favorite podcast aggregators, whether that be iTunes or Google Play or Pocket Casts or, you know, pick it and search for Sherry Edwards, and you'll find the over 500 hours of shows available to you. I'm going to write and Linda then, and no. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. That's okay. I was just going to say, I will make a short announcement. I won't make this a long one. Um, I will say uh, that if you, I'll, I'll put it this way. If you care about the environment or your long-term health, uh, you might want to mention this to your congressman, that the U- U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, which doesn't seem like an agency of protection much anymore, will consider allowing the bee-killing pesticide cymethoxam, cymethoxam, I'll put that in chat, to be sprayed on the most widely grown crops in the U.S. The application, if approved, would allow the highly toxic pesticide to be sprayed directly on 165 million acres of wheat, barley, corn, sorghum, alfalfa, rice, and potatoes. I will put this in chat. We were talking about this before the show, that because human beings can be really stupid and not forethought-oriented, that they now have created an army of robot bees. So where bees are short, they're sending out these little robot bees and to help pollinate everything. Now, that's just kind of sick, isn't it? I mean, it answers the issue, but it's just kind of sick. What else is going to happen that we're going to annihilate and have to create mechanical ones? Thank you, Linda. I was looking for that one that you sent me, but um, it doesn't have a WAV file with it. That's what I need. So for those of you just... Listening and not watching, we're talking on chat here, and there is a lady that's online with us uh, that has some concerns about her son. So we were going to go back and look at his muscles and see if he's hurting anywhere and see if we could figure out what nutrients are going on. We're going to show you some um, flyers posters, I guess they would say. Um, One of them, we're talking to Richard, was his trunk. Uh, This is the file. And he said it is his small back muscles in the sacral area. And it's probably a small one underneath here. Does it just run in that flat part of your butt, Richard? No, it's more along the parts. See at the top of the pelvis, pelvic notches up there, sort of in that alignment, or just slightly down okay. from there. But I mean, but I mean along the spine, but at that level, and maybe a little lower. Yeah, sort of in there. Does it hurt when you bend to the left or right, or forward, backwards? Excuse me while I do all of those. Um, it hurts mostly when I sit. Standing fine. I did all the bending right now. No problem. Because I, I stand all day long, my body is comfortable standing all day long. But sitting makes my lower back or my, my uh, sacrum cranky. Okay. Likely it's the quadratus limborum. So let's go look at that. I'm using something called getbodysmart.com, and I put that in the chat that if you don't know what the muscle name is and I just went in and said let me see muscles that act on the back and as you look at the quadratus lumborum here in the pictures it's right on that crest Um, do you think maybe that might be the muscle Uh, it could be although I, I know whether I know where the feathers out I think it's more having to do with the interosseous muscles actually in the sacrum, 
like the very top crown of the sacrum where the spine and the sacrum, the spine sits on the sacrum. It's more in that region rather than latissimus. It's one of those, as we talked backstage, I think it's one of those little feathery, you know, tiny interspinal muscle kind of things, which I never know the names of. I don't know how to spell interosseous. Um, no, don't ask me. I can say it. <laughs> Anybody in chat know how to spell interosseous? What type of fish oil is best for muscles? Well, George, I don't know. Um, I use I'm a flax. fan of. I'm a. Yeah, I'm a fan of. Just, just what I'll call dumb old-fashioned cod liver oil. Uh, but I like to mix my oils up. I like to buy a pint of something and, you know, do cod liver oil for a month or so, and then I'll switch over to capsules of, uh, you know, salmon oil. Cold, I like fat cold water fish oils, if possible. So that would I be my answer. Pu- I love pumpkin oil. I guess we're looking at, at vegetable oils. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Nobody hemp, has spilled hemp is it. a really hemp is a great oil. Yes, it. I find that goes bad quick though. Is there a trick? Yeah, you have to refrigerate vitamin? it. You have to refrigerate it. I've read that if you put vitamin E in it, it'll keep longer. Probably, it's a good antioxidant. Well, I can't spell interosseous, and it's not on the muscle. Inner. O-S. Oh, there it is. Uh, even how to spell it. Well, now I've lost it. That's weird. I hate to make um, no sound when I'm on radio. But it's like <laughs> I-N-N-R-O-S-S. Is there a place to look in here, if we go backwards, I don't think it's in our database anyway, so I wouldn't be able to look it up. But that's what we're hoping to do: take a uh, wave file and see what muscle is in most stress, and then look at what nutrients are in most stress based on that. So I'm looking in the database for one of our programs that we give out to people, and Osseous is not in here. I just lied. It totally is in here. And are we looking at that? Are you? Do you have multiple screens going? Uh, yeah, over here, but there's a lot of frequencies with it, so I can't show it. Oh, okay. But the inner muscles shows for the fingers and the feet. It doesn't show it for the back. Oh, okay. I could have the wrong, the interosseous could be the category that puts it in fingers. Inter, I don't know, it's been too long. I'll stop using those words. Well, the little multifida muscles, those are the ones that hold the spine together. And when I look at that, um, that's aldosterone related. Hmm. And that can cause blood pressure issues. It can cause hormonal issues. So that's what we're going to put together this evening in looking at all of those. Now, Linda has sent me a WAV file that we're going to download and use. Um, Linda, can you tell me if Jeff is experiencing any pain anywhere? Do I need to open your mic? You don't have a mic, so you're going to have to type it in the chat. Please maximize your browser. I don't want to maximize the browser because it won't record. I only have a – see these little green edges here? That's as big as it's going to record, so I don't want to – okay, Linda says she's on the phone. So we're going to take what she sent us and jump on the portal 
we don't have Jeff in here, so we're going to make a new one. The portal is so incredibly easy to use. And for most of you, you can go into campaigns, soundhealthportal.com, go into campaigns, and there's five or six, I'm trying to type and talk at the same time. There's campaigns already there. Now, Linda took a vocal print. She's one of our practitioners. Is this just not going to let me log on? So we're going to open a new client. Maybe I do have Jeff in here. I should go back. But you can look at Gardasil, which we're certainly winning the war on that one because it is really causing a lot of problems, killing some people. I have Linda unmuted at Blog Talk Radio. I think you can hear her now. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes. You don't show up, but I can hear you. That's wonderful. So we're going to bring in a new vocal file that you just sent us. Sherry, he's in the portal, and I actually have you as a shared person under his clients. I don't know if you can access him that way. Um, I don't know how to do that on on okay. this particular one because this is the technician one. Okay. Let me find it. I will go learn how to do that. And he doesn't have pain except in his neck because he jerks his head over to the right so the left side of his neck has pain, but um, it's because he does that. Okay, well, we can certainly look at that. And we're going to do muscle nutrient correlation. Now, any of you can do this. The muscle program is on the portal, and it's free for the first 30 days. Then you have to pay like $20 or something. But you can open this. You can do this for sports teams. This is a wonderful way to look at sports teams. So we have it in here, and we're going to look at this muscle nutrient correlation. And we're going to see what muscles are high. Now, a high muscle, and there are very few here, mostly they're low, Um, high muscle would mean pain. And she's already said he doesn't have much. He just kind of moves his neck wrong or something. So if we pull points, and we are just going to look at current, and what I have in front of me for people listening is a screen from the portal and we see the wave file of the person's um, voice, and it, whatever he said, I don't know because she sent me this wave file, but it chops it up into zero to, I think, 1,012 cycles per second, and anything below this blue line is something that is too low. There's not enough of it, and you can move this stuff around. Like here's a little red dot, and we could remove that because it's not very far below the blue grid. But we've added something to the portal that you can now add more than 24 points. So we didn't have to remove that one. But it's logical to me that the nearer the blue line, the more normal it is. So I'm just going to add a couple more here. And the computer will automatically say, well, that's the highest high or lowest low. Now, it did not uh, choose to mark this wide open space. And I'm going to mark it, and then I'm going to say, I want to mark that with an X because that's pretty wide open and I want to look at it. The next thing is I'm going to update this file that we call a Genesis, a GNS file, because that's where we start. Genesis. So as it's updating, it will add those points that I decided to put in there also. And the template that's in here is Heart Tracker. It just uses the last one. 
So I'm going to go in and use just muscles, the one that's open to you guys. You can also look at maintenance and repair. It has all of the muscles in it if you want to choose that. But in maintenance and repair, it also has connective tissue. Like Richard was saying, he doesn't feel like it's the big muscles. It's just um, the little teeny tiny ones. So we can do muscle uh, master. If I could spell master right, M-A-S. And that will bring up that one computer program. We can choose it and say, that's what we want to look at now. I'm looking at he has 10% of hits and 41 hits. 41 actual hits, 10% of the database. For muscle weakness, he has 22% and 9 actual hits. Does he have muscle weakness? Yes, I would say so. Okay, well, let's just mark that one, too. And now both of them will come up and we'll be able to look at it. We can look at all of the templates here if we want. We've just opened this up to everybody. If we go back and look at the little stoplight looking thing, we can organize what is really going on. And I think that's an incredibly helpful piece of this. You want to look at 50 hits or more. So we have 258 hits on this bundle that has a lot of things in it, muscles, connective tissue, da-da-da. 125 hits on super brain, but only 11%. There's 14% on iWatcher with 94 hits. You want to look at anything 20 or more. And I don't see 20 hits anywhere. So Linda must be taking really good care of him as I look down through here and organize this. Nothing, there's a 23 on neuroplasticity, what your brain needs. And we can throw that in there when we come back next time. I just want to remind myself that we won't look at it. Because that'll tell us the nutrients that his particular brain needs when we did this print. Because so we have muscle master here. And now I'm going to change my variance to six. I have found for muscles that a variance of six instead of a variance of three. And those of you jumping on the portal and looking at all of this, and thinking, oh my goodness, I don't know how to do this. I've just written a little booklet about the portal and how to to do everything on it. And there are tutorials on the portal that will walk you through every bit of this. What we're trying to do is give you the software and all the instructions and everything, charts, everything that you need so that you can open your own bioacoustic center. Now look at this, just on muscle nutrients, a score of 489, 50's high. So as we open this, we're going to organize it by relevance. Now we've done everything for you here. What numbers are important? These things are low. It relates to the soleus muscle, and that's lower leg. We could go up here and maybe type this in. I don't see a place to type it in. Maybe I need to go backwards. Skeletal system, muscular. Well, do I need to type soleus up here? Oh, and I just went someplace. I just don't want to go. Well, they have changed this around recently. Let's look at lower leg. There was a magnifying icon at the top. Maybe you could search from there. 
Is that a search? Okay. Let's look. S-O-L-E-U-S. Thank you, whoever said that. Ah, so here's the soleus muscles. These are your toes. That's your knee. I love this. I don't know how to work it now because they change it, but I love this. So that's the soleus muscle. B5, subscapularis. It came up, those came up three times. So you want to look at what is the threes. And these are all low, so they're weak. Subscapularis, shoulder, subscapularis, shoulder, one of the rotator cuff muscles. Now, this does not mean, since the subscapularis is in here three times, that it showed up three times. It actually showed up twice, though. The subscapularis, exactly shoulder. Subscapularis, low, exactly shoulder. What relates to that? B5. We can also go look at these posters that we've put uh, together. Subscapularis, is it on here? Oh, good grief, I don't see it. Where else would it be? Whole body, front, trunk, post, hand. Well, the first one we run into, I don't have it on the chart. So the subscapular, there's supraspinatus, but not the subscapularis. It's under the, your wings. Let me jump over here and see if I can find a relationship. Uh, the relationship is B5 and the heart muscle and T2. So it did show it over here. It's the B5 that's related to the subscapularis. And that's appearing three times, so it's probably closer to the muscle frequency than it is the B5, because we look at around about six one-hundredths. It's also thyrotropin-stimulating hormone from the plantaris. All of these that are 45 here as a relevance, they're probably all similar frequencies. As we go down the chart, 39 is our next relevance, and it gives us a thyrotropin again and B5 again. You might want to check his thyroid, uh, Linda. 28 is the third choice here, and this is the highest high and needs to be released. Oblique capitis superior. That just may be the neck one. There you go. So the computer is telling us it's a tertiary. It's a third um, issue. It's telling us that B5 is a much stronger issue. Ginkgo biloba. Choline, well, that's a 22. That's a knee. I know choline is latissimus dorsi, and this oblique capitis is different. Let me see if I can go find something exact. O-B-L-I-Q-U-U-S-T-A-P-I-D-I-S. I'm over here looking in the big database that we share with people when they take our courses. Okay, it's the same frequency as boron. And what does boron do? It's the same frequency as corticosterone, human growth hormone, vitamin K. What does boron have to do with muscles? 
I know that menopausal women, when they're short on boron, they get these little creepy, crawly kind of um, feeling on their skin. Boron muscles and strength. It looks like boron may increase muscle strength, but this is something that you would go in and look at and do some research on your own. That's what we do here at the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology more than anything else is we do the research to see what is going on. And we have a forum for um, all of our people that we've trained. And I just put a quiz in there for you. And the quiz is, why does high blood sugar cause high blood pressure? And I found it uh, today as I was looking through some people's charts, and it's just a perfect answer. The body is so incredibly put together just using math. It's just absolutely awesome. Okay, so is he on any B5? The only thing he's taking right now is NAC. Because of his condition, it's hard for him to take supplements. Okay, well, acetylcysteine is one of Richard's favorite things. What does acetylcysteine do, Richard? I'm a big fan of acetylcysteine. It really helps detoxify, particularly in the immediate. You know, it's not a long-term blood purifier. I mean, it is, but because of its assisting the liver in terms of detoxification, it's an okay to good source of sulfur, but I'm still more of a fan of the magnesium, the Epsom salt salt. Epsom salt soak baths that Stephanie Sines talks about in terms of getting sulfur into the body and being an anti-inflammatory and assimilating that way. But it's really stupendous for really helping detoxify in general and rapidly assist the liver in that process. Not meaning you're going to necessarily have a Herxheimer or a radical reaction, just it really helps pull toxins out. I'm a big fan of NAC. It really helps the use of B12, too, with Castle's intrinsic factor. Okay, I hit the little button, and there comes panasonic acid, whole grain cereals, egg yolks, liver, dried mushrooms. Now, if he's eating those and the panasonic acid still is low, then you might want to look at pantothene, a whole whole food, like mushrooms would be, more of a whole food than whole grain cereal because that's processed. So you need what its sister's component parts are, and that comes more as an herb or a natural food. And I don't know why dried mushrooms rather than whole mushrooms. Um, Provitamin pantheol, I can't even pronounce it. Panthenol, which probably has the pantothene in it. I think the um, B5 is a note of A, and the pantotene, I think, is F-sharp. So we looked at the lowest muscles, the soleus. Now, you might want to take him to some an exercise person, or he can find a an exercise online for the soleus. Now, whether exercise of the soleus increases B5 or B5 increases the strength of the soleus, we have not been able to ascertain. It's a chicken and the egg thing. The other thing, the subscapularis, you might exercise that. Plantaris, which is the ankle and the foot, you might run him through one of the thyroid programs, but that's mainly what's going on all through here. Is that something that you can do and report back to us, Linda? I can. I can try to. I can look up exercises and ask him to do them. But getting him to do them might be a little difficult. But I can try. Okay. Um, especially if you have weak muscles, it's hard to start an exercise program. And with B5 being down, that decreases your energy too. Uh, one of he the doesn't. things. That- he doesn't really exercise, but lately he started playing frisbee golf, so he will actually go out and do that. So that's really a plus. 
That's great. Um, one of the other things that we started some diabetics on is one of those jiggle machines that does the exercise for you. You can be very passive, but your body is exercising, especially when there's nerve damage for diabetics. I don't know what those things are called. You stand on them and they jiggle. There's ones that you put your ankles in and it moves back and forth. There's several different kinds. So that's another alternative. So mushrooms, was that what we came up with? Well, I lost it. One of the other things for muscles is glycine. And we had a guy in that had a thumb that was a problem. And it wasn't the muscle itself. It wasn't until we gave him the glycine that the muscle began to respond. And the glycine and the muscle were not the same frequency. Um, glycine, trimethylglycine, let me open this map. These are things that are general um, Here's one I already filled out. This is a generalization. The dimethylglycine and trimethylglycine, if they aren't getting enough methionine, the glycine doesn't work well and the muscles will begin to deteriorate. This happens with aging muscles. It happens with bedridden um, muscles to find a, a place for glycine. You know, is it betaine, B-E-T-A-I-N-E? I do believe you can yes. buy that as a yeah. enzyme that yeah. has the glycine in it. So that's a good thing to know. Would you recommend any herbs that she could cook with, Richard? And what what's the target? What are we looking for in terms of herbs? Uh, glycine, um, B5, I think of I, I don't know what our I bet Steve has information on this because he just seems like he would. Um, I'm a fan of the idea of brewer's yeast because it is such a great old whole food formulation, and I don't know what the current thinking on it is in terms of people reacting or not, or what what the kind of conditions that people should or should not you know don't want to be working with it on. But I think it's a great formula. Well, it's not really a formula. It's just a thing that has all the B vitamins in it. So, but again, if you have difficulty having him take stuff, yeah, Burry's yeast is not the most user-friendly flavor. But I'm a big fan of it as a whole food. Okay, Steve is saying, I take a pinch of boron most days. One-eighth teaspoon supplies 50 mgs of boron. What's the reason you take it, Steve? Well, it's really good for your bones. It's also good for your hormones, either testosterone or estrogen. And it also um, kind of activates your brain, increases your cognition. So you should not take it in the evening. You might have trouble falling asleep. Now, a lot of people just take a teaspoon, put it in a quart of water, and then for each teaspoon of that liquid, will it'll supply about three milligrams. But uh, so if they take that about three times, three or four times, they'll get, you know, pretty much what they need. Uh, Dr. Jose Fletches has a video um, on YouTube. I made a shortcut to it, tiny.cc slash boron video. And he says that in uh, Jamaica, 70% of the people have arthritis, and there's no boron in the soil. And then you go to the U.S., we typically get about two or three milligrams of boron in our daily diet, and 23% of the people have arthritis. And then finally, you go to Israel, and only about less than a half a percent of the people have arthritis, and those are pretty much the immigrants. <laughs> and they just, um, let's see, they get about 10 to 30 milligrams of boron because they have so much in their soil. We should... Yeah, we really should, recommending that. We should have you on the show. You are a walking encyclopedia. Well, I just look up <laughs> some of these people that seem to know what they're talking about. 
Well, you also mentioned selenium. How does that come into the muscle weakness or strength? Um, the other fellow I put in the chat, Dr. Schrauser, um, on that YouTube video, he mentioned the various things that selenium is good for. And as a child, he was really um, not very well. He couldn't even hardly run. Uh, he had back problems and muscle problems. And when he started taking selenium, uh, that went away. In the video, he's, he's quite, uh, you know, an elder gentleman. I don't know if he's around 80 or so, it looked like. But he says he has no problem, uh, like, carrying luggage through an airport, even if it's not balanced left and right side. He's, he's you know, got strong back. Uh, when he was about... He began taking uh, selenium, and his eyesight improved. He didn't have to worry about getting glasses to pass the driver's license test. Uh, so I left a comment there on that video. Um, if you sort by the newest first, you'll see mine near the top there. Uh, C-Typhon is the, the ID. And so I just put a list of kind of summarizing his various points. He made about a you know, 10 or 15 points. I put little time markers where you can click and listen to that section. Selenium has um, quite a surprising number of functions. We use it for vascular inflammation, too, which would have to do with muscle weakness and strength. Thank you, Steve. That was great. Foods rich in boron. I just went to the um, internet and looked this up for people who are listening and not looking. Avocado apricots, currants, grapes, peach, prunes, raisins, red kidney beans. Now, you have to watch red kidney beans because they are very high in lectins and they can cause a problem. Lentils. I'm sorry about that. Somebody was calling. Um, hazelnuts, peanut butter, pistachio nuts, um, So if you want to look at boron, there it is. Okay, I have asked George if he will give us a print, and he did not not answer me. Do you want to pass on that, George? Are you willing to give us a print? I don't think George is going to answer. No, he just unmuted. Oh, great. George, are you willing to give us a print? He may not know where his mic is. Where his mic is? Yes. All right. Thank you, thank you. Now, uh, About my muscles, sir? Yeah, or if you have any pain mostly or you're stiff or a joint pain. Now, all of these instructions that you're looking at on the screen here are on our Internet, soundhealthoptions.com, and they... Um, it's down on the left-hand side. It's under radiation. It's a little instruction booklet. So George is going to talk to us for 30 seconds. and You can watch the sound or the timing up here at the top. I'm going to hit the red button until we get to 30 seconds, and then we'll stop. Okay, George, go, if you would. Yes, I uh, I have a... a, a Did we lose? I, I have a pain when I uh, walk around my knees. So part of it's the joint, and my muscles get tired. And uh, my leg muscles get tired uh, also too soon when I walk. And my back muscles bother me. I have to sleep on my left side and then my right side. I seem to have trouble sleeping on my back. Okay, and this did not decrease my microphone that time. Okay, it usually does. I'm going to go back because there's a place where I talked because I thought we lost him. Now, somebody came in the room and wasn't paying attention to my do not talk sign with the finger to the lips. Okay. They were picking up some bags and rattling. Well, I um, chopped that out. So we're going to export this. Now, we got one online, but this one we did live. 
and I'm filing it in my WAVES file because that's the way I've set up my computer. And I'm using the old hard Logitech uh, microphone that you initially mailed out to us old-timers. Okay, I don't think I have you in our database. Nope, so we're going to have to do a new one. It takes longer to put this new one in here than it does to do the whole thing. I can spell your name right, G-E-O-R-G-E-H. Um, birthday, and you can fake it if you want. 301651. 301651. That doesn't make any sense no. to me. 303. Ah. Okay, and where are Seattle. you? Seattle. Okay. Mail, and that's about all we need. Unless uh, share and close. And we're going to bring in that new voice file. The portal, um, Mike Petrick, who put all this portal together, has just done an incredible job of... Well, I went too far there. Desktop waves. There you are. And it takes a few seconds for it to come in, and we can say online muscles, and we want to look for knees. So, again, we could save and close, or we can just hit this eyeball, save and view. So we want to do a new evaluation. It will bring up the WAV file again and that blue line of normal. And Richard's going to look at this and say, methylation because of that hump in the middle, that usually is an indicative of somebody who isn't using their um, digestion hmm. to the fullest extent. Okay, I'm going to say, uh, let's do this one by active template. And the template I'm going to put in is muscles. Because now it's going to pull everything that's in his file that's even near any muscles. And it may pull something in the, in the blue section. So muscle master, my templates, okay. And pull points by the template. I think I confused it a little bit because I hadn't, chosen the, the um, template yet. So it's supposed to be doing something and it's not. There it goes. Well, usually when you do that, it will pull something inside the blue and that's what I wanted to demonstrate. And you can right click on this and say clean up coherence and it'll take out everything that's in the inside blue if you don't want it. Now, one of the things I look for here is the dots are red and the turquoise gives us an indicator of what else goes with this. So I am just rolling my mouse forward, that little thing at the top, and I want to look at these ones that were all clumped together. They're just about all the same size. I was looking to see if there was one thing there that was more important than the other. So I'm going to change my variance to 6. I'm going to say save and close. 12 seconds later, it comes back and we can see the relationships. Now, I did not put in muscle weakness, so we're going to have to go look at them. His relevance is 44, longissimus capicus. These are neck, neck and shoulder muscles. But he said knee. Let's look at knee. There's not a thing there with knee. So this could be we need to look at connective tissue or we need to um, look at 
what's it called when it's referred points? I forget what that is. Trigger points. Trigger. Trigger points. By by the way, I may have some stress in my shoulders and neck, but it's probably constant, so I don't notice it because you know I do a lot of work at the computer. Okay, we could add nutrition to this, and then it would show which ones are alike. Tendon underfoot, this could be a knee issue. Remember, goes with the finger. Platysma, that's the front of the chin. C5, those are that's all neck stuff. Scalene, sterno, tendon, lumbar platysma. Interosseous of the fingers. Oh, I saw... Uh bladder control roll by on the very right, and I do have some trouble with that. Mm, I didn't see that. Pumpkin oil is really good for that. Also, really there was something, also something we did on Sunday, that ventotilamine, that's really good for controlling all of the uh, fluids in the body. And I think uh, during the forum, we gave the frequencies of it. I just have you up here. I'm going to put this in your part of the chat. I'm sorry. Uh, Mike was off. It says assist with bowel and bladder control. Halfway oh, down the chart. But here. now you're moving it. Yeah, that one. C5. Hmm. Let's go back and let's put nutrition in here too. Cause oh, and it's that could be. be I want to jump in. I want to jump in on that for just a second. That C five, that C five could be exacerbated because as it passes down through the body, it could get clumped up in that tension that's in your upper shoulders and neck, because that is the cervical yeah. region. So that can be an area where if you're carrying a lot of stress and tension, that can be affected. So it could be being commingled by, exacerbated by that. Well, muscle master and let's do nutrition provider together. Now, I saw a seven on his chart. Boy, that's a real flag. It appeared seven times. You really want to go this one. Lumbricals of the finger. Hmm. So here's the high ones, platysmin, vitamin A, retinol. Well, a lot of wow. it. Wow. Are you outside much, George, or are you like me, you inside staring at a monitor most of the day? Your mic is muted. I'm like you, inside, except okay. when I'm forced. I'm supposed to take a 20-minute walk every day, whether I like it or not. Well, it says that vitamin A is too high. So in that case, really? Really? it's not being hmm. utilized. So we can go to radiation software and down to the bottom. And the booklet I was talking about, the yellow and blue booklet, is here as number five, but you go on down and there's this, I call it a green sheet. It's a nutrient assimilation chart. And when you look at the nutrients, this is all free for you on our site. And it says that vitamin A doesn't get assimilated well if you have vitamin C, D, E, B, choline, essential fatty acids, calcium, phosphorus, zinc. It says you need all of those. So let's see if we can remember those. I just just took 4,000 units of vitamin D. I have forgotten to take my vitamin D for two weeks. There's a lot of information here. Is that how much vitamin D you would typically take every day? No, I would regularly take only one capsule with 2,000 units. <laughs> okay. And right here it is. It says it must have choline, and choline is high too. And for choline to be useful, you need inositol. And inositol is the same frequency as your lower back that controls the balance of the hips. 
Hmm. <clears throat> That's very interesting. So you were saying about your hips. You have another page here, too. And one of the things that you can do, more vitamin A here. You had retinol, you had vitamin A, and that was the beta carotene. Vitamin A really needs some attention here. Um, NADP, that's part of liver and Krebs cycle, and silicon says it's very, very low. That helps with the joints and the um, keeping everything supple and um, flexible. That was the word I wanted. So we might go look at the template for you for flexibility. What you guys can do for your clients is jump up here this little computer and say, we want a report. And it will make a report for your client that you can hand to them. Now, this is a management report. It's to take to their wellness provider or to use on their own. We had um, somebody yelling at us. Uh, well, he was on an email, but he was yelling and saying, he doesn't know what to do with all this stuff. You know, how we expect him to know any of this? Well, we expect you to do a little bit of digging and find out on your own. Our goal here is to teach you to do it, not do it for you, although we will. You know, if somebody's too ill to do it, um, they have bad eyesight, we will do it for you. And you can get in touch with the clinic. We do this every day for people. But we'd much rather teach you to do it for yourself. Now, here's the evaluation that came up for George. It gives you what is a low, what's a high, what's the highest high mean. We send a nutrition evaluation chart with this if need be. I'd go in and look at the lowest low and see what that is. It looks like it's saying the spine, boy, a lot of vitamin A, another form of vitamin E. Anytime you see the platysman here, platysma, usually that's associated with progesterone, which is a male and a female hormone. It's kind of one they share. But it looks like there's a tremendous amount of issue with vitamin A and a lot of neck muscles. Oh, Papa. I didn't see that before. Fatigue, deficiency, gastro, flora, fingers, neck. So you can jump back and forth. If we go look at front face, side face, whole body, I want to look at neck. So here's the front of the neck. So if he can pinpoint which muscles are at issue, I should get the back of the neck. Uh, lower arm, arm, poster, whole back, trunk. Could you put up the muscles of the back of the neck again for a second, if that's easy? This one? Yeah. See, that C5 section, which is about middle of that, uh, I have to make it big so I can read that, of uh, the spinous cervicus, is sort of in the middle there. That's about C5. And so because you're having tension in probably your latissimus dorsi and your traps, your trapezius and your scapulas, which are these, and which are above the rhomboids, all that, I almost used a bad word. That cluster of muscle tissue can really get cramped up. I used to do massage and work on people who sat at computer keyboards like we do. And it can really, boy, you got to, you know, I think it works. For, for me, what works really well is I use a, um, <laughs> I use two tennis balls and a sock. And I lay down with my knees bent, but I lay flat, and I put that under my neck. And that's an old, actually, cranial sacral therapy trick. But it really, really helps reset it? that cervical region. No, you just lay up and just put it, and it, re it helps reset the cranial sacral rhythm of the spinal fluid. Well, and it causes here's the NAD. You know, a form of uh, niacin, PABA, 
that came up in his chart as connected to what's going on in his chart, PABA and vitamin A. I don't know where vitamin A is in the neck. Is that in the neck? Um, NAC neck? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Let me, let me go see what it's near. For those of you who are practitioners, we do have this set of muscles with the frequencies on it. Okay, I am organizing this by muscle. Fingers of the neck, it is the platysma. It's C5, S5. So that platysma, the front of the neck there, and then C5 and S5. And the inner osseous of the fingers by frequency. So as we look at all of these muscle posters, For people who are at the technician level, you can go in and identify the muscle using the computer, the portal, and then go back and see which nutrient goes along with that. And for those of you who want the frequencies that go with it, if you are eligible, if you're a practitioner, those are available too. I just can't show them online. I will send this to you right after we get finished, if you want it, or you can do this. Yes, please. Thank you very much, Sherry. Oh, you are most welcome. But I see we are out of time. Um, if this was fun for you guys and you'd like to see more, uh, let us know. We love doing vocal profiling. We love teaching you how to do it and giving you hints and tips so you can do it for other people. That makes our work less, and I don't have to work as hard. So that's why I like it. Any last thoughts, Richard? No. George, go outside. Hug a tree. That's all I'm saying. Yes, sir. Oh, I have hugged trees before. But, I mean, on a daily basis, not once a week. Okay. Yeah, I did did that twice a lifetime. Okay. Excellent. All right. You were wearing Birkenstocks at the time, I know. I have a big oak tree, well, a medium-sized oak tree in my yard, and I saved it when it was little from a bulldozer, and almost every time I go by it, it gives me a leaf. It's like it's hugging me. It's so neat. (laughs) I love that hugging tree. uh, What do you call Richard in this? Oh, a big red sequoia tree one time, and... Uh, the tree was sad because what came to mind was a whole bunch of Indians standing behind the tree, and they had tears running down there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Face. That's a different show. People, but yes. Trees. Yikes. People. Want uh, I, I guess trees have quite a memory themselves. Yes, I believe it. Well, if you think of some of these trees, some in particular the sequoias that have been here for a thousand years or so, imagine what they've seen. And watched us do those silly pink sacks of water walking around doing things. Okay, that's a different show. You were saying, Sherry? There's that alien in the the, uh, the movie calls us. Thank you, George. Thank you for volunteering, uh, Linda. Thank you, Richard, for helping. There's a ton of information we didn't get to in the chat. So those of you who are with us, you know to go in and just do a control A and grab it all, and then you can look at it later. Uh, our audience is a powerhouse of information, and they always try to help each other. Thank all of you for being here. And, Richard, I don't have a slightest idea what's happening Sunday. Um, Not a clue at this moment in time. It'll all come together. I know it will. Okay, but it's always all right. something for our audience. That's right. Thank you for being here. All right, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye. Bye.